morning. You're so excited. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> I have sorry, go ahead. Back to school energy. <laughs> I have this weird thing with Zoom that no matter what time of the day I want to say good morning and I don't know why I have it but it exists I yeah I think it makes sense it makes sense in a way <laughs> um but yeah it is is it a good morning how do you feel how are you I feel I feel a little bit tired and a little bit disheveled because my morning didn't play out the way that I had intended it to <laughs> but apart from that I'm really well how about you I feel really anxious today um don't know I feel like life is up in the air um so yeah I don't know I feel I feel weird I feel like I'm just floating at the moment not knowing what's gonna happen <laughs> so um yeah and that gives me a bit of anxiety as much as I love my freedom I think I love control and security even more which I didn't really I didn't really know about myself but it could be because I also when I have those things I get bored easily so it could also just be because I've been in this state for so long of of not knowing of change and change and change again, that I'm just tired of it. And now I, I don't want to change anymore. I just want to stay. So yeah, it's all, it's all a bit, uh, I don't know, <laughs> but I, I, I'm good now that I'm talking to you. I'm, it feels very calming seeing you and yeah, I'm really happy that we're back. Yeah, we're back having these conversations I feel like I mean I know that you personally have been going through a lot of upheaval and change and uncertainty for a long period of time probably more than a year but I also feel like that's been a theme for all of us on many levels I don't think there's many people right now who are like yep life is just like business as usual like the last five years and nothing's changed I think everyone's going through quite tremendous powerful uncomfortable changes and then I feel like for some reason at least for me September energy always amplifies that it's like the summer's kind of coming to an end it's time to sort out what we're doing with our lives get a little bit more organized come back to our structures come back to our routines and rituals and it's like whoa what what is my life even what am I doing mm -hmm. mm. yeah interesting I, I I haven't thought about September in that way in a long time but yeah I guess because I generally feel like that right now but yeah and everyone you're right everyone keeps saying that that I talk to everyone feels this energy on some level some a bit more some a bit less um the last few years have just been strange right they just have not been normal and now we're pretending to be normal again and I don't know it's all it's all a bit weird but you had a an interesting uh conversation this morning I heard speaking of change a really good friend of mine called me in a bit of a panic and a bit of a state because 
you know, when you reach that realization in your life where you're like, wow, this thing that I've been pouring a lot of love and time and energy and investing myself into is not what I thought it was at all. She had yeah. reached that point in her relationship. She's been in a relationship for six years and um, is having to basically on her own decide whether or not they break up because he's not willing to, from what it, what it sounds like, he's not willing to even have that discussion or like meet her in the conversation of like, where are we going? What's next for us? How are we feeling? He just wants to avoid, avoid, not be a part of it. When she mentions like, maybe I should move out. He's like, fine. Looks like decided, like just not willing to co- decide the next steps and she's yeah she was really distraught so that was part of my unexpected morning which brought us brings us to our conversation today we were going to talk about breakups which you so thoughtfully <laughs> came up with I know I, I wrote it down as one of the topics to talk about for today as an idea and then you said oh I just had this conversation I was like well perfect yeah. I mean no it's it's not perfect at all um but it's a it's a serendipity moment I guess I think so it's meant to be I mean speaking of change I feel like intimate personal relationship changes are the most profound and often the most challenging to navigate definitely for me they bring they really take me to my edge and to my growth and to my learning (laughs) Mm. that most things don't because it feels so extreme and it feels so detailed and I don't know I don't know what the word is yeah and I'm sure you get this as well but I often get questions like how do you deal with breakups or how do you get over someone or how do you right Mm-hmm. yes I've heard that a lot I've written about it I mean I don't have that much experience I've had two relationships end in my life that's it um I've only had two uh well I guess three I always forget about that I had a boyfriend when I was 19 um like a church boyfriend but it was over so quickly um and I was so I was such a child and immature in the way so I always forget that that was a thing that happened I only (laughs) count I don't yeah I only count my marriage and then the relationship I had afterwards I guess um, cause I, those were the ones where I was actually aware and conscious what was happening and why I was making, making the decision and stuff. How many have you had? I mean, how many relationships have, have I had? I've had a lot of breakups. I can't even, I can't even count. Um, at least 10, probably more. I can't even remember. Okay. I'm- so you you're a pro at this I'm you a, can I'm a seasoned breaker upper <laughs> have um have have all of these relationships have you ended them or was it mutual or from the other side I would say 80 percent I've ended mm-hmm. and then the remaining 20 percent it was either a shared decision or they chose to end it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and what was what would you say was harder because I've with both breakups I was the one ending it so what would you say is harder is it harder to do it yourself or to be breaking up with broken up with <laughs> English <laughs> I feel like 
they're both challenging in very different ways because when you're the one making the choice you're also the one taking on all the responsibility and I feel like that takes a lot to come to a point where you're like yes I'm sure yes I will take the responsibility yes I'm going ahead with this whereas when someone breaks up with you for me it's not the weight of the responsibility but rather the weight of my bruised ego that I have to handle yeah it brings up so much abandonment stuff doesn't it and rejection and abandonment am I not good enough and all that those stories come to the forefront to be looked at again so Mm -hmm. I don't think one is easier than the other I think they're both really difficult in very different ways depending on the circumstances as well though because I feel like sometimes you come to a breakup because it was just quite a natural ending and someone had to say it and then sometimes it's like a very intense separation experience and that just varies as well Hmm. tell me about your two breakups how did you navigate them what was the hardest and what at what point were you able to be like yes I can make it through and then the final part like yes I'm I'm healing I'm I'm able to separate myself from this I'm untangling myself from this connection hmm it's so funny because they were both different and they there was there's such a contrast between the two although they were both really hard there's such a clear contrast to me because my marriage when I chose to end that um I was obviously such a different person as well and I was still a Christian like just about (laughs) just about still a Christian and um I uh, just before I ended it I still for I I had only shortly before I ended it like even come to the realization that divorce isn't a sin and that it's okay and like it was also yeah there was so much entangled with it but it was like dying it was literally like a death because it wasn't just a marriage it was a future as well that I was letting go off because I thought when we got married this is it like this is gonna be my life we're gonna be together till we died we're old um I could I had never imagined so I was not only leaving him I was leaving a, an old life I was le- leaving an identity and I was leaving a future um that I had envision because it was so 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 sure sometimes when people like date around and stuff for a few months obviously they don't and then they break up they haven't yet you know seen a future with that person or like they haven't been in that but yeah because I I got married as, as this naive Christian for me this was like yeah this is gonna be my life so I was also leaving a future and there was suddenly just this black empty hole in front of me like what now um and because there was no emotional connection in our marriage the I mean the ending was so horrible but I I was grieving the things we didn't have like I was grieving the connection we didn't have I was grieving the future we didn't get to have I was grieving 
I was angry because I thought, why, why would he not step up to meet me? Why would he not be able to grow with me? Why did he re retreat so much backwards and into himself? And the grief was for all the things that were lacking. And that was such an overwhelming sadness. Um, and then in the, in the relationship I ended a year ago, pretty much a year ago, I think to the day, <laughs> um, today, um, it was so different because we had an emotional connection. There was really like love and tenderness there and emotional connection. It wasn't just a head thing, like a decision, like when I, when I was, when I got married back then, there was love there and an emotional connection and passion and attraction and um we we were so compatible in so many things and so similar in many things and I really thought mm, this might be like a longer thing and so many things were so good but there was a couple of foundational things missing that I just couldn't teach him or wait for at my age <laughs> um, that we had to end it, even though the love was there. So that grief was so different. It was such a different experience and it's taken me so much longer than letting go of my marriage. Like with my marriage, there was never a moment where I thought I want to go back or I would go back to him or I wish I was still with him and or never. Um, I guess because, yeah, that emotional connection wasn't there. But with this relationship, this one I had after my marriage, um, this whole year, I've thought about it so many times, like how it would be to get back with him. If maybe I did make a wrong decision, if I should have been more tolerant, more patient, whatever it is, like if I should have handled this or that differently, like this whole year has been filled with these thoughts and the the first two three months after the breakup were horrible of course like they tend to be <laughs> um it was just like crying every day and like still trying to talk to him and I really very much wanted to stay friends but he didn't really want that um and he's made that clear like in his behavior and in his words as well um which for me was like really painful and I guess also an ego thing. But yeah, the grief was different because I was grieving the good stuff we had. Um, I wasn't grieving like, oh, everything that was lacking. I was grieving. Oh, it was it was so good on so many levels. Um, we just missed the mark by like one important thing. So this grief was different. It was very interesting how both were terrible, really painful, but different yeah um that kind of uh was my experience living through the breakup yeah and what do you think helped you get over so to speak like move through the painful part of processing the end of the relationship in both, <laughs> in both cases or in, in both cases yeah mm this is something I wanted to ask as well, like, and talk about on today because of that cliche, you know, getting over someone and how do you get over someone? And 
or the things people say you should do to get over someone and things like that. Um, I don't know if I did like a great job at getting, um, at moving through that and trying to process the breakups. The first time after my marriage, it was like unlike anything I had ever experienced. I think it was the beginning of depression. Um, I cried for three months, I think, every single day. Like there was not a day where I didn't cry. Like out of the blue, I was in the supermarket, I was on the bus, I was walking just through the street and I would just start crying. I couldn't even control it. I was in a state of like trance um, at home. I would just be like standing up and be like, okay, I need to put on socks. And it was almost like I was outside of my body. Like literally like I couldn't, I, I moved really slowly. I was I was like in a fog, like, okay, socks, I need to cook. And I was like staring at my cutlery for ages and like, what do I do with this? Or like staring at the fridge for ages and like moving in slow motion, literally like I wasn't in my body. I was like looking at myself doing these things. It was, I've never before that experienced this. Um and thankfully, I had some friends around who were like cooking for me sometimes or who came over. But I was really lonely in that time still. Uh, I really just needed like people to like tuck me in or, you know, rub my back, just be there. But it was a lot of cry and I a lot of like ordering takeout, a lot of just watching friends on Netflix, just to numb numb myself in a way I did because I didn't have the energy I was just crying I didn't have the energy for anything else <laughs> so that was I don't know I don't know if that's the way to do it but that's that's a way to grieve and there is no like this is the formula but what you're describing yeah. is completely normal and healthy and natural yeah like I wasn't avoiding the feeling because I, I felt the sadness all the time I wasn't being like out in the world yes all's good like let's move on like I'm fine I was I was really really feeling it but I was like a zombie I think that's the best way to describe how I, I was a zombie that's how it felt complete zombie um and the things that I had to do, like I really had to, if I had to show up to like a photo shoot to, to work somewhere, I, I barely, like I literally dragged myself there. I had to like keep it together until I could be back home in my safe space on my couch in my bed and cry. It was a zombie existence for a few months. And then slowly, um, slowly with the help of friends and like building new friendships building community on my own in in Brighton where I was living I started to get out of it and I think in some ways getting out of that after the first three months of deep pain and grief and crying it was a bit easier because I because I knew there's no other option for me to go back I had no regrets I had it was it was um easier to move forward with my life than this time around in this breakup because this time I did have regrets um 
and it's it felt like really again like I I um I had a really intense two three months of pain not the same like with the divorce it wasn't quite as zombie like <laughs> um I definitely had a lot more um yeah life in me a lot more joy still and like was able to to hold it better I don't know um but it was still very intense pain and then yeah throughout this whole of last year it's just yeah it's been a lot of thoughts and regrets I think so which maybe is normal uh for a lot of I it's only my second breakup so maybe other people have will confirm that that's normal to have like thoughts of regret and stuff if you've had a really loving emotional connection with someone you know um which was my first experience of that um and to be honest I don't know if I'm over this person I don't think so I don't know exactly what being over someone means does it mean you don't love them anymore does it mean it doesn't hurt anymore does it mean you don't think about them anymore I I don't really care about that word or that sentence I think I'm just gonna accept that if I've loved someone they will always stay with me I will always love them um that's how I feel and- I think that everyone that you love in your life you will love them forever but the sort of sense of like what society calls getting over is when there's when the emotional charge when you're thinking about them is gone you know that you're in a place of peace and acceptance and 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 love ongoing love with that situation with that person no matter what but the love I just don't think it ever disappears Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I, I don't think so either like yes I am definitely after a year now I have peace I feel peace um but I still love him and and uh, I will always like love him I don't want to sound like Whitney Houston <laughs> but, <laughs> that song just came in my head but um <laughs> I yeah I just feel like the love's always there unless the the only people where I st- I feel no love uh from my past are people who've been abusive and like really 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 bad and toxic like really abusive um there I don't feel love um but yeah people who have loved me and who I've loved I still hold love for them my ex-husband as well the same I do love him even though it's not that romantic kind of yeah that's not there but I love him and um yeah so I think I don't know I I don't know how I if I navigated it in the best way um I would say the most sort of big memorable meaningful relationship breakup was my last long time one I like I feel like I want to sort of speak about a few like the last few last three let's say um and so the most emotionally impactful one was the one with the Canadian where we moved to Canada together we bought a house we did all the things that people do and I was deeply deeply unhappy and I remember the Christmas before we broke up I was sitting at home and I realized that I was the loneliest I'd ever been in my entire life 
lonelier than I've ever been single in this relationship because I wasn't being met emotionally. I, I wasn't able to, like he just couldn't, he didn't have the capacity, he didn't have the depth and the capacity to meet me where I'm at as a human being. And that's not, you know, there's nothing wrong with that and there's, it doesn't make anyone bad. It just, it was just the fact, like some people are tall and some people are short. Some people have emotional depth and some people haven't developed emotional depth. It's just how it is. And to recognize that and realize that after having invested quite a lot of love and time and energy into our relationship was a really sad moment. And also there was a lot of love. Like we ended that relationship still loving each other very much. And that makes it difficult because on an intellectual level, your brain is like, the love is there. Well, like, why can't you be happy with what you've got? Like, why, why do you need to look for something else? Why can't you just accept this? Like, nothing's perfect. Why can't you? But I just couldn't. Like, I was, I felt like my entire being, my entire soul, heart and being was suffocating to death like I literally felt like I was dying within that relationship and the only way to reprieve myself was to exit out of it and we tried we tried a few things like I went on the on so that Christmas I was like yeah this is not like I'm just not being met at the level that I want to be met at in an intimate relationship and it's really painful and I need to face up to that and make some decisions and then I went to Mexico for six weeks and he came and met me I think after three weeks or something and and I kind of had conversations with him like you know these are these are the issues that I'm experiencing and I love you so much and I want to find a way to make things work for both of us and he was very like it seemed in the moment when we had those conversations that he wanted the same things. But the fact was that the words weren't being met by actions. And so, you know, we continued a little bit longer and then by April, so that's like December, January, by April, I I just got to a point where I felt like we tried everything and everyone had everyone had done their best and we still weren't able to meet each other and and it was over and I basically I was like look I'm I'm gonna pack up and I'm gonna book a flight to London and he's like and you're not coming back and I was like exactly I'm not coming back (laughs) that was that was how I did it and that last week of like loving each other and knowing it was over knowing that this was the end was so emotionally painful because of the grief, like the grief that you're going through where you're ending something. And I remember getting to this one point one day, I think it was like one or two days before I was about to fly and I was packing things up and sort of creating closure with the life that we'd shared together. And I think he was at work and I was just sitting on the floor on this carpet that I'm sitting on right now, actually on this Moroccan rug, crying, just crying, crying and feeling like it was impossible to feel more pain than I was feeling in that moment and I had this really interesting voice in my side inside me say like lean into it like lean into the pain all the way don't avoid it really feel it because it's the only way you're going to get through it and in that moment I did I was like like this is the most pain I've ever experienced and I might ever experience and I and the, the voice telling me to lean into it like that's crazy but I did and in doing so, something really 
profound happened in that I experienced an overwhelming sense of joy and appreciation for being able to feel that level of pain and sadness because in, to feel that means that on some level that had to be matched by a level of love that I'd also experienced. Mm. And that was so beautiful and so like I treasure that moment a lot because it was it was like a very human spiritual moment that's the best way I can explain it mm. and um and then I left you know and it was really hard and it and he he did he shut down and he told me he didn't want any contact after that and I respected it and and that was it um and there was you know some logistic things like you know he had to pay me back for the house that I the money that I put in and you know, those kinds of things but um it was very civil and it was very mm. kind and caring I have to say like for a breakup it was probably one of the most healthy and mature breakups but the pain like I did feel sad and I did continue to grieve for a good I would say three to four months afterwards mm. but then like one day I woke up and I was like I'm done I'm good I'm okay like I love this person I appreciate them for what they brought into my life and I'm done. So, but interestingly, several years later, actually during the lockdowns, when a lot of sort of trauma and stuff came up for me that I hadn't processed, I realized I I, I started to feel a lot of anger, not towards him, but but towards the relationship and and some of the things that happened in the relationship that I didn't pick up on at the time that I wish I'd had awareness for and was able to respond to in a more wise and healthy way there's a lot of mm, he was a bit of a masochist which I didn't realize he really like did not respect women did not respect the feminine had a lot of weird beliefs about women and I kind of bypassed that stuff instead of addressing it there and then because I didn't have the awareness and the self-knowledge at that time to do so and so it was in retrospect that I as I gained that understanding and had more insight into that, that I felt angry about some of the things that happened in the relationship, which was interesting. Um, mm -hmm. And then the next relationship, it only lasted six months or only like it lasted six months. We'd been friends for a long time before that. And then we became lovers. And um, it was also a really weird time. Like it was 2020, it was, we were not having normal amounts of human interaction. So every interaction felt that much more meaningful and that much more, um, I think we were a lot more attached to all of those kinds of things than we might be in usual circumstances. And and just the the way that whole thing unfolded was a little bit, like it was, I don't know on some levels it was amazing and on some levels it was really questionable <laughs> and it mm -hmm. and the way it ended was very sloppy that he was going through a lot of personal stuff and he didn't have the capacity to to call it and close it in a way that was clean and tidy and and self-responsible and that left me with a like my ego was bruised but b just like this sense of mistrust in our friendship that we'd had for 15 years before we got more intimately involved. And that brought a lot of stuff up for me, which had less to do with the relationship, but more to do with stuff 
that I myself needed to look at in myself. So that was a gift in some ways, but it was very like, it was a very yucky time in my life. I really didn't like the messiness and the grottiness and the sloppiness of, of the interaction and the closing and then all the things I had to face as a, as an aftermath to that. Okay. Yeah. I remember that. That's when I met you. Exactly. That year. Have you ever had a breakup that you you regret how you handled it? Like, I don't know, breaking up with someone over text or something weird like that. <laughs> I don't think so. I try and bring as much integrity as I can to breakups. I, I care for people deeply, even if I don't want to be with them anymore. So I can't say that I'm like, oh, that I dealt with that really badly. I've tried to. I have to say, I feel like I've been very well loved in my life. Mm. The relationships I've had in general, like nobody's perfect and there's been some difficult and uncomfortable parts, but I've been really well loved by the people that have loved me. And I've tried my best to, to offer them the same in return and to bring a lot of respect and appreciation into endings when they do come about. I think women have a an insight and a willingness to face when something isn't working anymore more quickly than men do. Yeah, definitely. Men are definitely more avoiding the hard conversations. And that's been my experience for sure. Women are not scared of change as much as men are. Um, or men will drag it out, will try to bring stuff up, maybe like... I've seen also like kind of the behavior where they're trying to make you see that they're not happy or, but so that you have to make the decision <laughs> and they don't have to be the one to make the decision. Um, and then they go with whatever you say and um, kind of a passive, just a passive stance, isn't it? Like, and um, yeah, every woman I've known, most women I know that have gone through divorces or breakups, they have initiated them usually um because we just drive change don't we, yeah, we do. mm. and it seems like the only way to get over the pain after breakup is to go through it to just sit there and feel it and feel shit yeah exactly and there's something really interesting that I often hear like the standard human that I prefer not to associate myself with say is like as soon as you have a breakout you should just sleep with someone or just like find someone else and I'm like that doesn't solve anything every breakup is that to me in my perspective is that to serve as a lesson and to as a catalyst for growth and for your own evolution to face yourself and just like quickly leaping onto the next thing so you don't have to feel all of that is not a solution because you're just going to repeat the same stuff and don't we want to evolve like every and something that I love about my relationships is I can look at them and really see them as yardsticks for my own growth and evolution. Yeah. And I think that's the point of them, though. I have to say there is a part of me that absolutely yearns to be in a relationship where this is like where we decide this is for life. I don't want to be skipping and jumping from relationship to relationship for the rest of my life I do want to find and choose someone where together we're like 
we're going to grow alongside each other we're going to face the challenges together and we're going to become old together yeah I mean that would be wonderful um who wants to do this jumping and skipping I mean that's not that's not fun um it's kind of that which is one thing I wasn't confident about in my relationship uh the last one I had a year ago um it's that feeling that confidence that you know if there's difficulties you can master them with this person by your side and you want to like this is the person you want to do the difficult stuff with and I wanted to but I wasn't confident that he actually wanted to because when there were difficulties um, he would retreat instead of leaning in and so I thought well life throws all kinds of shit at you (laughs) if uh, if you're retreating now with the quote-unquote small stuff just like difficult conversations what are you gonna do with really big shit like if one of us gets sick or you know really really difficult stuff so it's kind of being finding that person where you are confident and and also you have the want the desire um it doesn't matter like how difficult it gets like oh we're having a fight a disagreement or whatever it doesn't shake up the fact that I want to be with this person. I want to do these these difficult things with this person. So the difficult stuff doesn't make me doubt the the whole relationship. The difficult stuff just means, well, we're going to do it together then. We're going to fight this out together. We're going to work this out together. We're going to master this together. Um, and I think that's kind of what a lot of people maybe confused they think oh it's if there's difficulties it means this is not the right relationship which um of course is not the case um but that being said what you just said I do agree with you I, I've, I've never understood people who end a relationship and they're on to the next one like right away I'm like did you even take the time to digest everything and think about you know how to grow from this what to change etc um I, I've never understood that that being said you just went through a breakup yes I totally did so let me let me explain this and you, you people Vienda is dating again <laughs> so um as much and as little as you want to share about that <laughs> um, I mean, I went, I just got into a relationship basically as soon as I moved away from Mallorca and back to the UK. And it wasn't intentionally, I wasn't looking for something. I was open to meeting people. I was open to having fun, but I was also mostly just like wanting to land back in this country and in this land and, and find my floor and find my feet and all of that. And um, he was someone who had read some of my writing, I think on Substack and reached out in April before I even moved here um just like very basic conversation like this the way that people do like when the people slide into your dms and then one day he saw in my stories that I was in London and he messaged and was like can we meet up and um long story short in the end we did meet up which I hadn't expected because I had other plans that day and we had a really lovely afternoon together. He was funny and interesting, and and we just like he was he was a he's a fun personality. 
and and that was it like we had a fun afternoon I got on the train and went back home and and I never expected it to be anything and he pursued me really really strongly immediately and I was flattered because I hadn't really had that for a little while and I felt like I hadn't had a lot of fun with men and 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 relationships and things like that for for like at least a year and so I I entertained it because I was like this is fun and I'm enjoying it I'm just going to sort of go go on on this ride for now and I was very communicative with him from the beginning I was like I don't like I'm not looking for something right now I'm not I like I want to take things slow, la, la, la. like I was very communicative and we had a really fun first month together where we went out for dinners and we went to like different places and and did had little adventures and it was lovely it was you know it was just the, it was the perfect sort of dating scenario and then very quickly things got a bit weird and serious like he wanted more he also he got a job offer in Bangkok he asked me to come and move with him and I definitely considered it I was like could be a fun adventure um and so that that was sort of in play of like what's gonna happen so things suddenly got a different flavor and then as those things had a different flavor new aspects of him started to show like he was quite controlling he uh, Mostly he was quite controlling. Like he wanted to control the things I did and the things I posted and the things I said and the, who I spoke to. And like it was just, it was, there's a lot of weirdness that started to emerge. And so as soon as I saw that, I kind of ended it because I, even though I'd enjoyed the ride, I wasn't particularly emotionally invested because it takes me a long time to be emotionally invested. And so people, this is something that I hold for myself. For me, loving someone and being in love with someone in love with someone are two different things I can love almost anyone very quickly like I see the beauty and the good in people very quickly I can love people very quickly I can meet someone five minutes and be like I love that person and genuinely feel love for that person I don't fall in love very easily like falling in love is different experience and it takes time for me to get to a place of trust and surrender with another person where I am fully invested emotionally invested in us as an entity as a relationship and so while I love this person I wasn't in love with him and so as soon as these weird sort of things started to show up I was like definitely this is a definite no like these red flags are too big to ignore I'm not gonna hang out with and so like I ended up and it happened it happened faster than I expected I actually I was my plan was to go to a festival like not see him for a week go to festival and then when I got back to end it but he was very he continued to be very persistent and not have a lot of respect for my boundaries and my time and so he showed up on a Wednesday and and I was like okay well (laughs) we're doing this and and I just had that conversation with him which he and we spoke about that a week later. He responded to very immaturely. He's like, he definitely like yelled and threw a tantrum and then rode off on his bicycle like some 10-year-old. Um, and that, that like, again, it just showed me who he was and where he's at in his life. And that's fine. So I know that I made a good decision. And um, and then three days later, I met someone else at the festival that I went to, which was so interesting because I kind of felt like the universe forced me to end that relationship before I went so that I didn't have that sort of like tether 
on me and I went to this festival quite free and that's been a really beautiful experience so so I mean we're dating we're seeing each other and exploring where that goes but it feels like such a unique and special experience unlike any I've had before because this particular man has done 10 years of work on himself and personal growth and emotionally maturing himself and and facing himself and working through his stuff and it's really interesting even in as we're having conversations he'll pick up on patterns or belief systems that he's holding and address them like process them out loud in front of me which is really interesting to witness and I appreciate so much because I feel really met on that level and so yeah we'll see we'll see how that unfolds amazing so would you say that relationship you ended well would you even so would you say you don't classify it as a relationship you were because it was so short it was like you were just getting started to get to know each other and that's it is that the difference yeah I would say so I mean everything's a relationship but it wasn't like a real I wouldn't classify as a real like we were in a relationship it was too soon Mm -hmm. yeah that makes sense that makes sense cat in my face that makes sense um when do you think like because I that's another question about breakups I've gotten a lot after my divorce and after posting about it uh four years ago when do you know it's time to end a relationship how do you know I feel like it's two things one is the friction between the two of you is at a level that your body can no longer contain and the other thing is that all attempts at conflict resolution and finding a place where you can meet each other are coming to no success or coming to no closure like you just can't seem to resolve conflicts you can't seem to meet each other you can't seem to find the love and the peace and acceptance that is required to continue on what do you think mm-hmm. mm, yeah I agree I agree I think to some extent it's a knowing um it's just a knowing yeah. where you just know I remember still the day how that felt when I just knew my marriage was over it was like this this when you throw a stone into a lake and just drops to the ground it's like that knowledge dropped into my stomach it was just a moment a second I was like I know I know it's over um and also I agree with like if you feel you've exhausted all options if you feel like you've tried everything you could try and we did like therapy and um I mean 10 years of 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 trying to grow together of conversations and um and it it didn't it didn't work I think that that's to some extent why maybe I have regrets about my last relationship because I feel like oh we didn't try everything but then also it was a shorter relationship right so I think yeah when you feel like you've tried everything that you could do um you know there was love there so you really wanted to make an effort and invest and try and when you feel like you've exhausted that then then you know and and you still can't see a change and a hope and a future then I guess it's time but also at the same time I don't know if you ever 100% know 
you have to you have to do it what feels right in that moment and you have to do it with the awareness that you might feel regret yeah, yeah. like full, fully knowing fully knowing fully being aware i might regret this but right now i have to i have to make this choice um yeah so i agree it's those two things i think and I would also add, while it's not my lived experience, I have witnessed it in a couple of my friends where it did come to the conclusion was that they had to break up and that they couldn't continue. And then they spent six months apart or a year apart and then were able to actually come back together and meet each other and love each other in ways that they both had always hoped. And so you know, if I really do believe if something's meant, then just because you're ending it doesn't mean that you can always make another choice at another time. So if the regret is strong enough and if the desire to come together and resolve all the differences and challenges is powerful enough, that that is also possible. Not always usual, but it's possible. Yeah. Yeah, I know those stories too of people who either got back together with an ex after a while or they uh, consciously took a break with the purpose to, yes, maybe we will get back together. Um, that It can work. Everyone's different. Every situation is different. I don't think there's a formula. There's a rule. People who say, you know, never go back to the past, blah, blah. I think there's no formula because people are so complex and yeah of course of course that can I've, I've heard that from people as well so um yeah you just you just never know and I think if you're really really at the edge of uh, on the edge of hope and you're still doubtful maybe a break is a good thing like a, a physical geographical break from the person you're not in the same place maybe that can help having clarity um for however long weeks months um that that could help um but yeah it's a it's hard it is really hard um relationships are the most challenging yeah <laughs> sorry to tell you everyone <laughs> but uh, yeah this is this has been really interesting and uh i'm glad that it it was also kind of validating because we at the end of the day we do all experience like the same thing we just choose to deal with it differently right but the only way over it is through it so exactly 